0: welcome to it's a crime i'm linda and today we're going to be talking about the jailhouse interview that Letitia stout gave to lee egan of crime online and in true Letitia fashion she is projecting the blame on someone else or should i say others but before i get into it if you'd like to be part of the it's a crime community please click that subscribe button hit that notification bell to all also give it a like if you support this and share this out where you can now let's get into it Well, here we are, again. And in my last video about Leticia, we talked about her letter that was written to the judge and how she was receiving threats in her peanut butter and, of course, how she's innocent in all this and all these injustices that are made against her are unfair. And I did mention also in that video that I feel like something was coming down the pipe, I knew she was up to something, and she seemed to have an agenda or a plan of some sort, and well, here it is. So in this video, I'm going to talk about the interview with Lee from Crime Online, and Leticia actually has done quite a few interviews with Lee throughout the months. In another video, I'm gonna talk about the jailhouse phone call that was just done recently from a fellow YouTuber. So let's do a little recap first. Gannon Stouk, who was 11 at the time, was deemed a runaway on Monday, January 27th. Gannon's dad, Albert Stouk, was out of town that weekend on military training. Now, Letitia claimed that Gannon went to play with a friend, but didn't know who the friend was as she didn't keep track of the names and, you know, that's what Albert used to do. Now, security cameras in the neighborhood of Lorson Ranch, which is in Colorado Springs where they lived, didn't capture any footage of Gannon leaving that afternoon to go play with a friend. And as I mentioned, they lived in Colorado Springs, but Gannon was found deceased in a suitcase in Florida in March. Now, two days after his disappearance, Letitia changed her story and she added a few more stories to the mix naming a man named Eduardo being involved and then changed his name to Quincy Brown so there's that and if you'd like to check more into that then you can check out my videos in the playlist I'll have it in the description below and also in the pinned comment now here's what Leticia had to say in this interview she claims that Al Gannon's dad should be in jail charged with manslaughter she's saying that Al owed money to a man named Edgar which is what led to Gannon's disappearance. And it's reported in this article that Leticia didn't give specifics on why Albert Stout deserves a manslaughter charge. She did claim that he owed someone named Edgar money which led to Gannon's disappearance. Now here's what's very interesting. Notice that the name Edgar comes up and it's really really close to that fictitious name Eduardo, right? But She's the laughing stock, pretty much, of well, the world when it comes to Eduardo. No last name, just Eduardo, and our fans lovingly call him Eduardo Amaleto because it's Eduardo with a G. And so, in my opinion, she now changes and switches to Edgar, so it can sound more believable. This is just how Letitia operates, in my opinion. And Lee Egan even comments about this in the article. It reads, Stoke added that she wouldn't reveal the true identity of Edgar, which could possibly be a pseudonym because he has dangerous affiliations. It's just like Eduardo or Madonna. And this is no surprise, honestly. I think that Leticia didn't want to reveal the true identity because she doesn't want law enforcement following up on her BS because she doesn't want to get caught in another lie. Kind of like her doctorate and Aguardo and her polygraph that she passed. And let's not forget about why a sock of Gannon's ended up in the woods out of town because she says it just flew out of the truck. Letitia then says that she's been covering for others and she hopes that the full truth that's not sugar-coated would come out. And here's what she also says about Albert and I just want to reiterate that she did say in her letter to the judge which you can see that in my stoke case playlist she said sir you can tell that I'm educated she also said she had a doctorate and signed it as dr. T stoke so she says him and Edgar was getting into it let me repeat him And Edgar was getting into it because he owed Edgar some money. We had the money that should have been paid from the cruise. And she's referring to a cruise that she went on for her anniversary. And I got to throw this in there because you know how much I love Letitia. That we certainly can tell her level of education, but we will leave the word doctor to Dr. Seuss. She goes on to say, Albert made a stupid decision, you know, it just wasn't, you know, a good situation. So, you know, he told me a story to tell the police, you know, and I just didn't know what to say. Two sentences and one, two, three, four, you knows. So, sounds like she certainly has to try and get us to believe her, in my opinion. This is also interesting. She says that Albert told her that she didn't have a child to lose and that he had many law enforcement and military officials that could assist if she didn't snitch. And perhaps she meant small child because Letitia actually does have a child. Only her daughter Harley was 17 at the time. And she said she also went along with Al because he claimed he would pull some strings to help her out. She then talks about the police and where they screwed up. Listen to this one. Where they messed up is January 27th. He was on a train. You see what I'm saying? I'm thinking that that's their thing, but it's not because they came to my house with hours of body cam. There was nothing. Like, you check my car on the body cams, you take everything. You, which means law enforcement, just don't like it. There was no way. You know what I mean? Their time frame, it was all wrong because they couldn't figure it out. Where was he? Meaning Gannon. He truly was gone. He was with Edgar. Or in the suitcase. Now there are a couple of points that I do want to point out in here. Number one, there's actually a debate whether Gannon came home or not on that Monday afternoon. Letitia reported Gannon was sick that day at his school and then she reports in the afternoon that he went to play with a friend and then was gone. She's on camera in the morning with Gannon leaving in Al's truck and they left. She then goes to the opposite side of the city and it wasn't shown on camera that we could see if Gannon returned home or not. There's a lot of people that are struggling with that because we don't see from our point of view Gannon getting home. Now it is reported in the arresting affidavit that there was blood evidence in Gannon's room and enough of it that they believe that he couldn't have survived it. And so therefore it's believed that he did come home. So they possibly have more evidence or probably have more evidence of that occurring at the home but just in the arresting affidavit they just need what they need to put it in there and we certainly are going to find out more information very soon. I do have a video on that, also, if you'd like to go to the description below or into the playlist. So now, in Leticia's news story, she's saying to look at the 28th of January, not the 27th. And the 28th, which is the Tuesday, is when Leticia went to the airport. She rented a car and also picked Al up there as well. So she's saying it's the 28th that it happened with Gannon. Now, what's interesting also about that is in that affidavit that I mentioned, they were talking about how they believed that Letitia kept Gannon in her vehicle and she took the rental car. And so, essentially, he'd be sitting in her vehicle at the airport while she took the rental vehicle. And it's interesting now, too, she's talking about to check her car and the body cams. And I just got to say, I cannot wait to tear that video apart. When I see that body cam footage, you know it's going to be on It's a Crime. I cannot wait. So there will be a year's worth of rebuttals from Leticia when it does come out. Mark my words on that as well because what Letitia likes to do is a little bit of evidence comes out and she rebuts it and almost says, yeah, oh, that, that's because of this and this and that. Kind of like they found blood on her vehicle in the back and she says, oh, that, that's because Gannon cut his foot because there's tools all over in the garage. You see what I mean? And now she's saying that Gannon was on a train in that paragraph. And in her last story time, she said two stories about Quincy Brown and one of them was he laid down on the road in Douglas County and once Leticia stopped her car, she said Quincy jumped in the vehicle and forced her to drive home where he assaulted her. She also said, this is her other story, that Quincy actually abducted Gannon near Highway 105 and County Line Road after Gannon fell off his bike and hit his head. So she's of course, making her little rebuttal but oh, there's going to be a head injury. Why? Because of this. And she also said in that story that there was a man named Terrence who was in the car with Quincy. So it's very interesting. And now she's saying there's a freaking train involved. So, Leticia, if someone's going to get this word to you, please let me know if there was a train, what time that was at, what was the route that he was taking, and where was... Gannon going on the train. Let me guess though, conveniently to Florida, right? She goes on with her BS about Al and says he should be here for manslaughter because it was on January 28th. That's why the police didn't have anything. Albert came in on the 28th from the airport and was like in a moment of rage. I mean, I could be on the low end and I could say You know, he should be here for murder, but I'm not. I'm saying that it should be. I guess manslaughter would be the right thing. (laughs) Could be on the low end. Honey, you are the epitome of the low end. But it's interesting now that she's pushing this new story out after she has hours to think about it. But you know what she's forgetting? She's forgetting the fact that On the 29th I believe it was which is the Wednesday that she was at the police station and she was telling them about this new Aguardo story and that Aguardo actually changed to Quincy because his card fell out on the ground with his name on it but Aguardo was supposed to fix the carpet because she met him uh, at a construction site and he said he would come fix the carpet that was supposedly burned and she gave him the key code to the garage, and so she's saying Eduardo came in and went through the garage, and then she was sexually assaulted, and she stopped for a break. Well, she didn't say she stopped for a break. She said she went up the stairs and opened the door for Lena, who got home from school, and said to stay out and go ride your bike, and then went back downstairs for more. Honey, that isn't involuntary. That's voluntary and it certainly isn't sexual assault. It's either stupidity or voluntary. A good thing you have your doctorate, though. So Letitia maintains that she didn't harm Gannon, but the reason why her stories to law enforcement were convoluted and inconsistent was because she lost track of what Al wanted her to say. She says, I totally had lost track of what he was telling me to say, And I, it wasn't even mentally okay. And he just kept saying, I got the TRICARE. I got 16 years in the military. Don't worry about it, you know? And I always lived all the time forgiving him. Like, come on, I forgive them for multiple affairs. How much emotional abuse I was under with that situation, you know? So I'm just curious also, Letitia, who's them? I forgive them for multiple affairs. It also said in the article Crime Online could not independently verify the validity of Stoke's claims. Sergeant Minot with the El Paso County Sheriff's Office said there is an active gag order in this case and could not confirm if Letitia Stoke made a report with law enforcement. This is interesting too. I also want to remind you about the polygraph. Letitia actually contacted or was in contact with Lee Egan and they were doing back and forth about this polygraph and Letitia ended up having to, well, she lied about the polygraph anyways, but she was going to bring it to Lee Egan but had to make excuses because the polygraph place that she submitted this basically told the police about the questions. And I'm going to put that right here so you can see it. Now, I just also want to point out with these questions, she needs these questions to be correct, which is why she chose the questions she did other than the first two. Now, here's another little interesting fact. Al actually taped conversations with Letitia while this investigation was going on. So I find this very, very interesting that Letitia would bring this new story up, Perhaps she forgot and I cannot wait for the information to come out and see the transcripts of these calls because I'm willing to bet there wasn't any type of conversations like this news story time that was on that call with Al. Now Letitia's hearing is supposed to be on September 8th but I haven't seen it on the docket at all. If you do know the official new date please let me know in the comments below. From my understanding is if she's competent enough to stand trial. In my opinion, she's not crazy. She's just really oblivious and doesn't believe that we can see through her BS, doctor or not. Let's have a chit-chat below and we can talk about the latest story time from Letitia. Don't forget to check out my playlist right here as well and you can see more videos in the Gannon Stout case. Please subscribe if you haven't done so already. Please like and please share. Thank you so much for watching. See you soon.